live from GW, your favorite podcast and mine, it's the Tap Water So, um, I was looking at Twitter today like I always do, and I saw something so crazy. Is it the Trump tweet about Biden and his son? Oh, God, all these Trump tweets. Every day he's just, like, spouting off some BS, literally, because he tweeted yeah. bullshit the other day, like the word. Wait, but did you see the photograph one? Oh, no. The Nickelback one? Oh, my God, the Nickelback one. Yes, yes. I know. Oh, if you guys haven't seen this tweet... Trump is an artisanal memer. Like, I'll give him that. Boomer. It's it's really quite spectacular. Whoever gets to run that Twitter, I don't care what your political affiliation is, that must be the most exciting job in the entire world currently. But it's this tweet, and if you look it up, it's Biden pretty much saying, I've never talked to my son about his foreign affair. Twitter actually took it down because of copyright infringement. So maybe Nickelback was like, we don't like being used in this meme way. It, it was so like funny. referencing a, a Nickelback song, and it yeah. even had like part of the music video in it. It said, look at this photograph. And then the photograph was of Joe Biden and his son and some Ukrainian gas executive. And it was brilliant. I just read a tweet right now, and it says, Me dressing up for Halloween in elementary school. I'm a dog. Woof, woof. Me dressing up for Halloween now. I'm a super-duper sexy wind turbine to raise awareness for climate change. That's actually really funny. I think you should do it. That's a goofball tweet. Halloween is, like, coming up. I think if such creative people like Dahlia and I aren't on the A-game for our costumes... Like, what president do we set to the rest of the non-creatives out there? True. And I love Halloween. Like, Halloween has been my thing. Like, thing. so eighth grade me. First, also, welcome to <laughs> Tap, Tap Water, Water Teens. <laughs> I like how we started the show with us being both being like, yeah, I'd settle for someone hotter than us. And just <laughs> now we've gotten to the point of, like, introducing our oh, show. That's good. Sometimes that's an artistic choice. There's, like, a little, you know, it's like they have a little baby scene at the sitcom before they do the opening True. song. Before the Friends theme song. Exactly. Murders your brain cells. Yummy, yummy. Yummy. Okay, Halloween. Yeah. So, like, think about this. Eighth grade me. And again, this was created for eighth grade. So everyone's, you know, going as like a witch or like a Flintstone or something like that. Yeah. And this girl and I were Dunkin' Donuts. So we were in the first phase of people to dress up as basketball players and then wear inflatable donuts around our waists. Dunkin' like, du- like you dunk the basketball. Yes. And donuts around your waist. Yes. Wow. And then, oh, I wish I could show this picture to the audience. Just to also show you guys the the level of commitment I have to costumes. It was Star Wars Day at my school. So, like, May the 4th, Uh, I guess. You know, and the Star Wars Club was really strong one year. Only one year. And they're like, hey, guys, everyone needs to dress up for Star Wars Day. And I had never seen Star Wars. I was convinced Spock is in the same universe as Star Wars. And so I was talking to my mom. I was like, I want to have a costume. Like, I want to do something funny. And she's like, I mean, you could just go, you know, wear something shiny and go as, I think there's a shiny character or something. (laughs) Some metallic man. Yeah. There is, right? Yeah, there is. C3PO. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know. I I binge-watched Star Wars, and I was way too high to understand any of it. It was a mistake on my part, and it was like 12 hours I'll never get back. (laughs) 
I mean, shout out to Star Wars. Like, I mean, you're doing you. Like, you got a lot of fans. You're making so much <laughs> bank and money. But just like, not everyone needs to love it. And I think that's what some people don't understand. True. Because I was like shown it and told like, you will enjoy this. You need to sit back and enjoy it. Yeah. And I didn't. Yeah. Plus, if you tell anyone that, they're not going to enjoy anything. Unless like, it's like the Sam Mots. Or like a sexual experience. Like, sit back. <laughs> you're going to enjoy this. <laughs> but The Sandlot is a good movie. But that movie... I like that those two are in the same category now. Yo, hell yeah. The Sandlot's a great movie. Um, <laughs> the Sandlot, Star Wars, and getting a blowjob. There's puke in it. Like, the, there's a scene there on the Tilt World and he throws up. Uh-huh. And, like, vomit in any movie just, like, always scarred me. I'm, like, scared of it. I hate oh. it. The movie Get Smart with Steve Carell. Yes, in so Anne Hathaway. Do you remember the vomit scene in, in the it? airplane? Yeah, in the airplane. Yes. Uh, the plane scene, you hear Steve Carell's on the plane and he throws up in the bag and you're like, oh, they didn't show it. And then he's like, this sucks. And he squeezes the bag. Orange nacho cheese looking puke comes out. Uh, uh, you can't see it, but I'm physically repulsed right now because vomit just freaks me out, like, highest degree. I don't know. It's not even because, like, it was once digested food. I think it's just, like, I don't know. Like, whenever I throw up, I cry. Like, I get upset. Yeah, And I want to just be left alone. I hate it, too. What are some of your fears? This is, like, a spooky episode. We're talking, like, Halloween. We're talking, like, spoopy. My fears, um... I really don't like oceans. We yeah. don't know enough about them to be frolicking within them. Like, who thought this was a good idea? They're always like, we know 1% of what's in the ocean. Go and play, kids. It's like, no. Yeah, and they're like, oh, just stay close to the shore. You'll be fine. We have a teenager watching you that's probably yeah. not watching you. Exactly. Ridiculous. Also, there are secret currents that run underneath it that could pull you in at any moment that you're defenseless to. El Nino's going to get you. Which sounds like a Trump tagline, but um, no, we're talking about the <laughs> underwater current El Nino. But oceans are so scary. Yes. Tsunamis are ridiculously yeah. insane. Lakes are also scary. The lake in Missouri that a lot of people go to was built, it was a man-made lake because we have some normal ones, but then everyone became like lake culture people. Yeah. And then all these people wanted a place to pretty much go like have crazy wild weekends. So they built Lake of the Ozarks. In the Ozarks, if anyone has ever seen Winter's Bone with with Jennifer Jennifer Lawrence or Ozarks, the TV show, those (laughs) are the actual, like, people area that this is set in. And then they just superimposed a man-made lake that was built over a cemetery where they only recovered 50% of the bodies, where at least two or three people die of, like, bacterial meningitis every year, and then built giant vacation homes on it and it's just a bunch of teenagers and college kids going wild on the weekends they gentrified an old dirty cemetery into a super lake for rich teens yes that is the real problem of gentrification is this particular moment of it yeah nothing else every other gentrification is fine but my cemetery is not acting this way yeah and you know what Probably people reaching out from underneath pull you down under. So that's my thing. We know nothing about the bodies that are in that lake. No, we don't. We know nothing about the creatures that are in the ocean. Mm -hmm. People pee in pools. I just think humans need to stop fetishizing being submerged in water. Like, we don't need that. Baths are just sitting in your own filth. 
Unless you shower first and then you do like a luxury bath, which I am a fan of. I've never even like heard of that. That's oh. so fancy. Oh, so I shower because I hate the idea of sitting in my own filth. True. And then I put my hair up in like a little wrap <laughs> so it dries. I yes. put a face mask on and put some bath salts and bubbles in the bath. <laughs> and then I queue up a nice episode of like How I Met Your Mother on my laptop and put it on the edge. And I sit in my parents' bathroom for an hour. Dang. Yeah, no, baths are soothing. I'm just thinking now. I don't even remember the last time I took one. Well, when's the last time you've had access to a bathtub? We're in college. Oh? Why, no one has a bathtub. I could find one. If I did my research, I could find someone with a bathtub. Although, they probably wouldn't share it. Like, the first step is finding the bathtub. And then it's a whole other journey to be like, can I use it? And trusting it. And trusting it, Everyone we know is gross. Everyone we know is gross. It's like a qualification to be one of our friends. You have to be, like, thinner than us. (laughs) (laughs) And just, like, hella repulsive. Oh, I love the people we know. The people we know are so hot. So hot. I threw a party over the summer, and Dahlia was so hot, and she came with her friends, and it was, like, a very good mingling of, like, nice energy and, like, hot energy. It was good. Our friends vibed a lot, which I was very happy about. Yeah. No drama. And then you brought, like, watermelon. Do you want to talk about that? What was that? Contraption. Oh, okay. So, Johnny invited me over, and I was like, I've been over to Johnny's before. Like, I need to keep one-upping my levels. It's like Lady Gaga red carpet circa 2008. Like, it just has to go up. She wore a dress of meat, people. Like, let's talk about it. Why are we done talking about it is my question. She really changed fashion for everyone, and if you don't acknowledge that, you're homophobic. Yeah. Please continue, Dahlia. True. I know a comedian, actually, in New York, Sidetrack, who she was in, like, my... Um, improv group she's an alum of it and she does like these nude shows oh. and then people sketch them while they're doing stand-up and they sell the sketches like for different like charities and whatnot oh. but when she's not technically allowed to be nude she just tapes over her little nippies with beef jerky and then the rest with the beef jerky bag lady gaga did that lady gaga just did say. it first okay so we were going back to the, the watermelon. watermelon so we were at whole foods beforehand and i was with two of my friends and one of my friends just turns and goes, oh, look at that little baby watermelon. And we looked at him and we're like, oh, like, it's weirdly expensive watermelon. That being said, still cheaper than a lot of things. Like, you can get a little baby tub of raspberries for, like, $4. And the watermelon was, like, three fifty. So, not great, but that's a soft drink and pizza. You make it work. Yes. And then I go, it's a yellow watermelon. Ooh la la. Yeah, which was absurd. So then, rather than bringing any actual, like, housewarming gifts, we were going to bring, like, chips and salsa for the party or something. We just bought this watermelon, sliced it open immediately in your kitchen, walked around, each with a spoon and a watermelon, and fed bits and pieces of this yellow watermelon to all of your friends. Yeah. And then we decided to leave when the watermelon was empty. I've never even seen a yellow watermelon. Yeah, I liked it. It kind of, t- it was a little bit more melony, like in the sense of a cantaloupe. <laughs> melony. You know, you know what I mean, though? It was, a, yeah. it had a little more oomph. Yeah. Melon oomph. Yes. Yeah. 
That's what I'm trying to add into my repertoire. Is I, I feel like I'm right now just a regular old watermelon. I'm trying to become a yellow watermelon. Yeah, that yellow watermelon, she she knew how to do some things. Yeah, she had some she had some tricks up her sleeve. Some tricks up her sleeve. I love that. Some seeds in her tummy. Thank you so much for bringing it, too, because everyone afterwards was like, the girl with the watermelon and her friends were so nice. I was like, Aww. I know. And I was like, by the way, her name's Dahlia. And you can <laughs> listen to our podcast, Tap Water Team. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, your friends are cool. I don't remember all of their names because I told myself I was going to meet all of them. And yeah, then it I was did, a long night. It's okay. And there were a lot of them, <laughs> but they were all very nice. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, so I'm a senior now in college, and my motto for the last few months with my friends have been, we're seniors, we're hot, we're young, we're thin. I don't think it's worth it for me to associate with people that are, like, lame or bring you down or are, like, problematic or flirt with everyone at a party for attention. You know, like, you're over it. Like, you filter it out. Yes. And, and now that I live off campus and I don't do as many activities on campus, it, it makes it easier to cut out the negativity. Yeah. But my wish for you, Dahlia, as you grow, because you're just Aww. a young baby sophomore, is that you recognize the bullshit and you cut it off like a circumcision. Aww. Circumcise the bullshit. I like that. I like it, too. Bumper stickers, anyone? Yeah, we'll make them. There will be Tap Water Team's exclusive bumper stickers that just say circumcise the bullshit. Circumcise the bullshit. I think people would be into that. I actually, like, love that now that we've said it out loud, like, four times. Yeah, and now that we touched fingies across the table. We did. It was cute. We reached across the aisle. But I'm like our Congress. Oh, <laughs> let's talk politics. Let's talk politics. Okay, but seriously, back to the parties. That yeah, you no, throw. I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to talk. We don't need to talk politics. No, everyone else is doing that for us. Literally. Thank you. And we already talked about that one Nickelback treat. Treat tweet. <laughs> Every tweet is a treat. It was, but the first time I had a friend from out of town in over from the summer. And we were hanging at your house, and afterwards we left, and we had been there for probably a couple hours, and she's like, that was so chill. Like, is that what college is like? Because she's a year younger than I am. And I was trying to explain to her that there's like two, in my experience, two versions of any college party. There's 100%. human tinder, <laughs> and then, you know, just like, I don't know, like a ball pit of horniness. Yeah. And then there's pseudo-adults hanging out, having a good time, talking to new people, and I like probably playing cards against humanities at the very end when people start to leave. And I was saying it's really a luxury to get the latter of those two. And every time I hang out with you, it's always a very low stakes, low stress interaction. So I appreciate that you have circumcised your bullshit in a way that allows me to reap from that what you sowed. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, that wasn't words at the end, uh, but... Circumcise the bullshit really just stuck. I love that. Yeah. Could we're gonna get matching front. lip tattoos? Oh, like that inner say lip? Yeah. CTB. And no, we know what it means. We do we'll do upper lip though to save the real estate on the bottom in case we have something really important we need to put on there, like bite me or something. Bite me. Yeah. But we'll start with just the upper lip. Oh, uh, my upper lip is actually already taken. Um, it reads Daddy's Little Girl. Oh. Um, it was a bet that I lost in middle school. Hot. Yeah. My teacher did the tattoo. She was very talented and secretive. Oh. <laughs> Guys, fun fact. Johnny is only 21, but he grew up in the 1950s in a man cult in Montana. Yeah. Oh, 
Oh, no, that's I think, new. I think every cult in America, some of them have, like, tax exemptions and stuff. Scientology. Yes. And Nexium, which is that other weird one that's starting to get a lot of celebrities. Very sketchy, oh. very weird. I think that there's a lot of susceptible people in America, and I think they don't know what to do, but they have healthy bodies and, and money to spend. So these crazy-ass people, Scientology and Nexium, they find you, they Facebook ad find you, and they suck you in, and you're, like, done. Yeah. They, you don't, we don't hear from you after you go to those cults. Freaking crazy. Well, to be fair, we have heard of Tom Cruise. We just don't want to. Yes. So there's that. <laughs> we definitely don't want to hear about Tom Cruise. What does he even do? Mission Impossible? Yeah. This is the he one. He does it every time. It's not impossible. Oh. <laughs> mission likely. Um, <laughs> mission not probable, but will inevitably happen. <laughs> yeah. Ten. <laughs> There's so many of them. It's like, at what point are we going to just start believing he's capable of doing it? Guys, why don't we believe in Tom Cruise? He keeps proving himself. Yeah. It's like a little kid whose parents don't love him, but his parents are the American audience. <laughs> so they give him ten whole ass movies to, like, prove himself. You no, know, he broke his ankle during one of them. He's a yeah. little wuss. But he also broke a lot of lives with Scientology by funding <gasps> this terrible organization. True. So what's really worth it, Tom? Tom Cruise, yes, could write him off. Are there other oddly in shape people that could run around and save the world? I think Dak Shepard could do it. It'd probably yeah. be a little funnier because he'd trip and fall more. He's a fun guy. He I is. used to not be, like, his biggest fan because I love Kristen Bell, who does a national oh, treasure. Yes. And I was like, is like she and him really the best couple? But they're really cute together, and they're so supportive of each other. Mm. I respect I like him. I'm a Dad big armchair expert Yeah, his podcast. podcast. Yeah, I started listening to it, too. It's good. Yeah. It's creative and good. So, like, mm-hmm. Dak Shepard, yes. Oh. You can come on the show. Yeah, guys, next week. <laughs> Tune in next week when Dak Shepard and Kristen Bell stop by. I'll just be Kristen Bell and you'll be Dak Shepard and we'll just have a conversation. I kind of want to be Kristen yeah. Bell. Oh, that's fine. Yeah. Oh, I ride motorcycles then. Um, I start in Frozen. <gasps> I was an addict for a long time. <laughs> well, stream The Good Place on NBC.com. <laughs> oh, that was a perfect... Yeah, I believed it for a second. Yeah, we were very... We encapsulated our characters very well. I think so. Okay, Elizabeth Moss, though. Oh, yeah. Are we willing to get rid of The Handmaid's Tale? Are we willing to get rid of Mad Men? I feel like there's slightly more... Because she's a Scientologist. Yeah, Yeah, social pressure to keep her. Yeah, there is a lot of social pressure to keep her. Interesting thing about Elizabeth Moss, she was very briefly married to Fred Armisen... What? Yeah, super briefly. And afterwards, she talked in an interview about it, and she said that Fred plays a lot of interesting roles, but the most convincing one he ever played was a sane husband. (gasps) End quote. But she's a Scientologist. Exactly. So... But he's definitely no, like, walk-in-the-park, like, nine-to-five guy. No! We love Fred Has anyone ever seen him do anything no. Like, like the thing is, this is what I'm talking about. I've seen Fred Armisen play weird characters. We've got the Fred Armisen in Broad City. Portlandia. Portlandia. We've got um, Cat and Garth or Garth and Cat, whatever. We've got the fact that he plays drums on Seth Meyers from time to time. So much SNL. He's a stone-cold weirdo, and I mean that with love. Point is, mm. has anyone seen him go grocery shopping, tie his shoes? 
No. Hold someone's hand. Maybe Elizabeth was warning us. I mean, yeah, she's a Scientologist, but maybe she has, like, value in her opinions. Ew, uh, that felt weird ooh, to say. Ooh, 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 ooh. Yeah, just if you know anyone that's, like, looking into cults or they're doing research for a project on cults, I bet that's how they suck them in. They start... Because I, I was watching a Flat Earth documentary. Super oh. interesting, by the way. Yeah. Very interesting people. But um, the the way you start getting into it, all of them, was the same. That they didn't believe it, so they decided to Google it and try to prove why why the world isn't flat. You'd think that would have been a very quick Google search, though. Like, how? why did it take them so long? And they're like, wow, I really can't find anything to support this spherical notion. So then they just defect into this whack world of flatness and then the flatness people have a divide between them some of them think it's a hologram some of them think at the end of the world it just falls and there's a lot of infighting which is kind of interesting yeah just be careful of organizations that don't have your best interest because they don't have your best interest and that should be enough <laughs> but dolly and i have your best interest true we're top water teens we're hot and young we are hot and young. i did try and join a cult once though really tell me for an english project there was a group called I think called Excited Sobriety, something, some weird. And it was very obvious to me that it was a cult. Yes. That was posing as a rehab facility. Yes. Because the people that I know that have gone there and supposedly rehabbed have weird, like, weird materializations, connections, things that have lingered into their adulthood. When was this? How old were you? This was senior year of high school. Respect. So I was like 18. And so as a part of this English project, I wanted to infiltrate this cult because we had a couple people come and talk to us about it. And they were it was just absurd. Mm. And so I was like, I'm going to figure out this cult. And then I my English teacher was like, yeah, go for it. And I started emailing people and getting in contact and getting ready to go to some meetings and talking to the guidance counselors who had hired this company to come in beforehand. And then I got a very strongly worded email from my principal it was like, we do not assume the risks of you attempting to join a cult. We do not assume the risks. Uh, and then I was, yeah, very, very harshly and intimidatingly suggested to not try and join a cult for the last month of my senior year. Like people that cared about you were like, hey. Yeah. So I followed Johnny's rule of thumb and I was like, stick with the people that care. But I did deduce that they were a cult based on their website conversations with them so they came to your class to talk to you so yeah they came to speak to us when we were juniors and it was the whole thing is called excited sobriety and it's a guy that pretty much used to smoke weed and doesn't now love him and talks about how weed is the most dangerous drug because it comes for your motivation and i was like motivation heart like other (laughs) things like come for your brain yeah um and he had long, long hair that was probably past his, probably mid back. It was, it was long back, though. It was, it was about as long as mine. For anyone listening that knows me, I've seen and so long. He had a a bald patch that was just a circle at the top of his head. So I think they probably shaved it, and it was a weird sort of like tagging thing. I'm gonna make a citizen's arrest on him. <gasps> oh, because anyone that's balding is gross, unless you have like a medical reason. So my dad's bald. And he has been since he was probably, like, 25. He's really bald? He's really bald. Mm, I mean, I but guess I respect like, a bald head more than, like, a half-bald head. He's like, he's like Vin Diesel bald-bald. Like, there's no ambiguity in how bald he is. Yeah, Jason Statham, Vin Diesel, like, guys make it work. 
But I don't think it really works when you're like sporting, when you're trying to not look bald. That is the worst version of it. I guess talking about it now out loud makes me think the worst kind of hair person is someone that's going bald, but like can't admit it, can't go through with it. Oh, that's her dad. She's showing me a pic. He's cute. Yeah, that's a cute bald head. Right. He's got a good head to be bald. Some people don't. My dad has a very symmetric head. That's good. That falls softly into a neckline. Softly. And he's got a ton of facial hair. So he's not just a little mushroom. How, when did he go bald? What happened? Very young. I think what happened is he had so much testosterone, which is actually <laughs> how baldness works. But Really? Yeah, sometimes it's actually because you're testosterone heavy, which is why people that are very hairy tend to lose their hair on their head. Wow. Yeah. Um, well, I'm not manly as anything, so I guess I'm keeping my hair for a long time. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Shout out to being a manly woman. Basically what I am, I guess. Keep going. That was all. Yeah, my dad's got a good bald head. Good for your bald head. Um, Scientologists are scary. I tried to go in a, join a cult, and I didn't. Let's play some Would You Rather. Okay. I love picking your brain. I like the little picket, like I'm a little, like I'm a mommy monkey, and you got bugs in you, and Aww. I'm a little picky, picky monkey. Mm, no, Johnny. Would you rather be the CEO of a Fortune 500 company, so like Apple, Wild. or be president of the United States? Eight-year term. Oh, interesting. I'm less likely to go to jail for my faults if I'm the president. Truth. But I'll make so much more money and no one cares about me if I'm a CEO, so I've got to go with that. Yeah. CEO is a lot less And you get more vacation. Mm. Like, it is internal pressure and whatever, but imagine if you're working for a company that you care about and you care about the mission and people there actually support you doing it. Like, the president, half of everyone doesn't want you doing your job. Yeah. That's such a high percentage of people that don't want you to do what you're doing at any given moment. There's people out there just constantly being like, I hate that she's in power. Yeah. I wouldn't like that at all. No, I just want to go. I want to have a timeshare in Cabo. Mm. I want to have a friend that has a house in Rome that we do long weekends in on a, you know, company jet. And you go to vineyards all the time. And yeah. you just have a good-ass time. And I want to get invited to New York Fashion Week. Yeah. Oh, my. I want to go to the Met Gala. <gasps> oh, so do I. What would be your best theme? Oh, my God. My ideal Met Gala theme. Amazing question. Futuristic space. Like hot space or something. You know oh. what I mean? Sci-fi futuristic, but like f- make it hot in fashion. Mm. What would you want to wear then? What's your ideal outfit to that? Like a CeeLo green, like gold man outfit? Oh, uh, when he painted his face and his whole entire body gold. That was the most absurd thing I've ever seen. And that was for like the Grammys or something. Like no one even asked yes. him to do that. Oh, that wasn't even like a, that was weird. And he wasn't even nominated for anything. <laughs> then if I implore everyone listening and Dahlia too when she goes home tonight, Google CeeLo Green Tiny Hands and not to like shade him or whatever, or like make fun of his body, but like little arms, little hands. Yeah, that would be It's sense. weird. Yeah, it's it's a confusing little time on his body. <laughs> but we love you, CeeLo. Just don't paint your face gold. My outfit would probably be like something like the Jetsons. Like they would wear that. Oh, you know, okay. that's the kind of vibe that like I'm thinking. Yeah. Like futuristic like but practical. Okay. Yeah. Um, the next one. Ooh, let me ask it to you. Oh, yeah, go for it. Okay, Johnny, are you ready? Ready as a... No, I'm ready, yeah. Oh, wow. Don't have to compare it to anything. Securing yourself and your readiness. Love to see it. Would you rather drive any car you want or be driven everywhere in a car you want for the rest of your life? Own any car I want or always have a ride? Honestly, 
Like, are you doing the driving or are you being driven? I think I'm being driven. Self-driving or do you have a driver? Well, okay, so the options are I can get whatever car I want. So I can get a self-driving super Tesla that, like, Elon Musk has, which would be fun and it could take me places. But it's also kind of nice to just, like, have unlimited Uber. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which is what the second option sounds like. (gasps) Yeah. So I think I'm going to go unlimited Uber. Yeah, because if I wouldn't have, like, one driver, one car, I would just have an Uber account with infinite credit. That's what I would hate about being, like, famous or, or, like, rich and hot or whatever because you have, like, bodyguards and drivers and you have to, like, talk with them. But, like, there's a power dynamic that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't like the power dynamic. I wouldn't wouldn't like that. And and I would make sure to, like, not have there be an issue. But I think Mm. if it's a different driver every time. I can go to more places and I don't have to lug this True. poor family man around True. Because he has a daughter and his daughter's just started ballet and she oh. has a recital on the 5th. And if he can't go, his wife will probably say something. And oh. when that conversation starts, it can't stop. Yeah. And then it's everything else. And then it's everything else. And he does not have time for this because I'm too busy busting his ass to drive me to the Toronto International Film Festival. Yeah. Because what? I chose it in a would you rather question with Dahlia on Tapwater Teens. Oh my, no. you can't do that to him. I can't do that to no, him. No, we we can't even talk about that one anymore. Yeah. I can't um, do that to him. I can't do that to him. And that, and that's what people do when they have like their own personal drivers, butlers, or personal chefs. Your life just revolves around that other person, and that's kind of scum. Yeah. Do it yourself, man. Do it yourself. That's why everyone should live in a cohort of people. That way, if you do have like a chef, then it's like a little mini intimate restaurant. Oh, like a communal chef. Like, I never want to live alone. Yeah, I was thinking either. about this. and I mean, eventually, probably I will. But the idea of, like, in my 20s, going and getting some little tiny single apartment in some city, I would much rather live in a townhouse with seven roommates. And, yes, sometimes there's weird roommate dynamic and I'd try and have my own room or something. But I love the idea of coming home to people. Like, it's, I don't like coming home to nothing. It's very, it's new every time. There's always something to do. Yeah. Conversation stimulates the brain. Yeah. Yeah. Especially no, if totally... you happen to stumble upon people that you care about and you get to come home and talk about that. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you want that? That was, that was really nice. I lived in a frat house last year with like eight people and it was always good because someone was always home doing something. You were never that bored, which I think is the worst thing you can be is just bored or boring. Hey, Dahlia, I have a would you yes. rather question Ooh, for you. sauce me with it. It's a little difficult. Would you rather sweat blood or sweat milk? <gasps> you can pick the kind of milk and the kind of blood. Oh, I don't my really God. Care. Wait, okay. <laughs> I was like, because I, I sweat like a normal amount, normal to, like, I'm not someone that, like, doesn't ever sweat. Do I lose that blood? Like, is that my blood? I think, I think it is your blood, but I think you have, like, unlimited supply. Like, it okay. won't affect your health. Okay. Because that would skew oh. it, and that's not super fair. Yeah. Okay, because milk is going to smell disgusting, because it's yeah. going to curdle, because I'm going to be outside when I'm sweating, mm-hmm. but blood is going to stain all of my clothes. <laughs> yeah. Every outfit I wear will be bloody red. There's not exactly like a correct answer. I think I, I clicked, mm. I, I chose sweat milk because I thought that'd be fun and maybe I could sell it. Yeah. And uh, it was like 50-50, like the audience was wow. split on it. Yeah. I think if I could go skim, like <laughs> fat-free oat, like an alternative milk that wouldn't yeah. be as disgusting. Like an almond milk. Would you do that? Yeah, that's so bad for the environment though. How I much water it, it takes to make almond milk. 
Uh, do you know how much? It, it's, I know it's an absurd number. I don't yeah. know. All I know is it's so unsustainable. It's like, if you don't drink milk, don't drink milk. Yeah. Like, stop. I The whole replacement thing of, like, make chicken out of jackfruit or make chicken out of mushrooms. I'm like, stop. Yeah. Like, just eat mushrooms. Because <laughs> I, I feel like the replacement is causing so much waste and it causes so much stress on things. And it's where you get all these weird substitutes. And it's like, if you want cheese, eat it. Eat it from sustainably sourced, locally, whatever, fed cows and spend the money on it. Or find things that naturally don't have that. Yeah. Because they're, I don't know. Find a food that won't make you shit your pants. True. And don't find an alternative to it because, like, what are you really getting out of it? Like yeah. the Impossible Burger. I'm like, just call it, like, a veggie sandwich. Like, that's yeah. all it is. It's fine. Yeah. Or, yeah, or I'd rather just have a black bean burger. Like, delicious. Yeah, and it tastes like black bean. No, it doesn't taste like meat. But if the whole thing is you don't want meat, why do you want meat? Why you want meat? Why you want meat? We're going to write the next Hamilton, and it will include a song about buying meats. Oh, oh, that could be good. It'll Instead of, like, Yorktown, a... <laughs> it'll be that. <laughs> it'll take place in, like, a butcher shop <gasps> with, like, a husband and wife, and the wife kills the husband. <gasps> this like is that. almost a little, little shoppy. Little Shop of Horror. Little Shop. That's the play in the movie with the plant. Yes. Really big and evil. Yeah. And it has a really good song from it. I'm kind of blanking. They did it on Glee. There's a lot of good ones from that. We did it at my school my freshman year, maybe. Oh, yeah? They did Little Shop. Yeah, it was really good. We, we always did obscure plays. I don't even think we did anything, like, mainstream. Even for your musicals? I think we did Guys and Dolls one year, but no one cares. Yeah. Like, no one cares, baby. Do something fun. I know, I know that there's, like, laws in place that they can't do Hamilton because it's on Broadway right now. And that's, yes, like, a thing. Yes, there's, there's copyright there's stuff. There's other fun things to do, like Wizard of Oz. That's a fun story yeah. that everyone understands and knows. <laughs> Why not do that? But instead, they did, like, some off-Broadway BS thing. I don't Gross. Know. And that's why we shouldn't fund our art programs in our local high schools. Seriously, if you don't do arts the way we want you to, you don't get arts. I'm passing um, my phone to Dahlia for her to read the next Would You Rather. Oh, I'm I'm intrigued by your answer to this one. She ready. Would you rather live in an amusement park or live in a zoo? Great question. I love animals. Like, I just look at them and they look at me and we see each other. Because like they're so thin and they're so hot. Because so they live thin. outside and they're malnourished. And they're malnourished because animals don't belong in zoos. If I did pick living in a zoo, I might just feel bad all the time. Mm. Whereas an amusement park is just like kind of constant fun. True. But maybe if I lived in a zoo, I could help make a difference and like give a voice to the animals like Eliza Thornberry. Aww. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that'd be nice. So yeah, I'd pick a zoo. I also think a zoo would be more interesting. Where in the zoo would you live? Um, I really have a vibe with hippos. My favorite animal. I love hippos. Interesting. So I would definitely go over to where the big aquatic lumps are. I, we have, I have the last question for you. Okay. Dahlia. Would you rather have one real get-out-of-jail-free card that you can use and like actually leave prison, like you're pardoned, or a key that opens any door? The key, because then I could just open my jail cell and leave if I was in I was prison. thinking that, too. <laughs> you just have, like, a magic key. You could just no, but then I'm whenever. a fugitive. Yeah. What would your crime be if you did do the get-out-of-jail-free card? Oh, Like, what? one free crime? What would it be? Do I get to keep the benefits of the crime that I did? Yes. Okay. If you're robbing a bank 
Is that what you're thinking? Yeah, I, I was Rob thinking a, a little. Man. Oh, yeah. That's what it is. <laughs> I want access to every possible human sperm. sperm. That was really convincing. Did that everyone believe convincing. me? I think um, everyone did. Actually, honestly, I think I might go with a get out of jail free card. Yeah. The key's great, but I try to think there aren't many things where I could get to the door of what I wanted to get into. Yeah. Like a door is such a physical thing that exists after so many rounds of entry. And just because you've entered somewhere doesn't mean you can like continue getting away with being there. Exactly. Like you can get into like a locked building, whatever. But once you're in there, cameras. Exactly. Exactly. And then if I go to jail for having my key, that would just be bad. And if I go to jail, they'd take my key because you can't have possession. And then stab you with it in the courtyard. Yeah. I don't want to get shivved by my own key. That's all I'm trying to say. By your own magic key. Yeah. Yeah, That'd be terrible. Well, I guess that's kind of it for today. I mean, another lovely podcast where Dolly and I make consistent eye contact and their sexual attention. Mm -hmm. And we just want to push the narrative that Topwater teams should be nominated for top podcast of the year. Yeah. We'll see you guys at the Daytime Enemies next year. (laughs) The Daytime Enemies. And Enemies, yeah. And Enemies. Podcasting Awards 2K... 20? We should not be in 2020. That year sounds so fake. It, that's the year is the fakest year because everything's like, oh my gosh, when 2020 happens, blah, 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 2020. Flying cars and like equal rights for women. And we're oh. just like, what are we closer to? Yeah. Flying cars. Definitely. And on that note, we thank you for listening. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Stay hunting. Stay hydrated. <laughs> Tap water teams. True. That's hot. Stay hydrated. Yeah. Stay hot, Drayden. And remember, <gasps> circumcise the bullshit. Circumcise. C-T-B. Upper lip. Tattoo. Bye. Bye.